Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the Seattle Seahawks. I also want to talk a little more Seattle Mariners baseball. First, I'm going to start off with some Seattle Seahawks talk. Heard a little bit of an interesting rumor. Um, I uh, heard that the Seattle Seahawks have been doing their homework on Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, interesting, uh, but I think uh, a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo is highly unlikely. Uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo uh, currently on the 49ers roster, and obviously the Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers are in the same division. I don't see a scenario where the 49ers trade within their own division. Um, and uh, if that were to happen, uh, the 49ers would definitely want a lot of draft capital from the Seattle Seahawks. And I don't think the Seattle Seahawks are willing to give up um, some draft capital that they have acquired. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't see a scenario where that happens. Um, the only way where the Seahawks uh, could acquire Jimmy Garoppolo is um, if the 49ers end up not finding a trade partner and uh, if they end up deciding to cut Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that would be the only way that the Seahawks will end up uh, acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, just something interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, but again, I think it's very highly unlikely. Um, you know, I think it's it's highly unlikely that Jimmy Garoppolo even stays in the NFC. Um, I'm pretty sure if the 49ers are going to move him, uh, they're going to try and get him out of this conference. Uh, they've seen what he can do in the playoffs, obviously. Um, and I don't think they want to face him. So, um, you know, it should be interesting to see where Jimmy Garoppolo will end up, um, but, you know, good to see the Seahawks still exploring options to improve our quarterback situation. So uh, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, but in other Seahawks news, I did hear that Geno Smith and DK Metcalf have been working out together. So uh, hopefully this means that um, the Seahawks and DK Metcalf are getting closer uh, to working out a long-term contract. Um you know, uh, this negotiation process is getting more nerve wracking as we get closer to training camp. Uh, we are about two weeks away um, at this point. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but here's an interesting stat uh, for anyone who thinks that DK Metcalf uh, will struggle without Russell Wilson. Uh, in four games without Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf still managed to put up five touchdowns. So, um, you know, with that being said, I do think that, you know, that piece of information is leverage that could work in the favor of DK Metcalf as far as, uh, you know, coming to terms on a contract extension. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, but, you know, that was definitely an interesting uh, piece of information. Um, so I thought I'd share that with you guys. So anybody who plays fantasy football, keep that in mind. Um, you know, if you uh, end up deciding to draft DK Metcalf. Um, so um, that's my thoughts on the latest uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, information. Now I want to talk Mariners baseball. Interesting two-game series between the Mariners and the Nationals. Uh, this ends up becoming a doubleheader. Um, Mariners and Nationals were rained out on day one. Lots of rain and thunder and lightning. Um, so they end up having a doubleheader on day number two. Um, and in game one, Chris Flexen on the mound for the Mariners going up against Josiah Gray. Um, 
and uh, Mariners uh, get to Josiah Gray right away. Uh, he walks a couple of batters in the first inning, um, and uh, that sets things up for Eugenio Suarez. He hits a long three-run home run deep into the left field bleachers, 111 miles an hour on the exit velocity of that home run for Eugenio Suarez, a 439-foot blast. Um, and uh, this was his 16th home run of the season, and this gave the Mariners an early 3 to nothing lead. Then a little bit later on in the game, welcome back Jesse Winker. Fresh off of his six-game suspension, Jesse Winker hits a solo home run, his seventh home run of the season, um, a home run out to right center field, and uh, this extends the Mariners' lead to 4 to nothing. Then Adam Frazier gets in on the home run action. He hits a line drive home run down the right field line into the Nationals' bullpen for his third home run of the season. This extends the Mariners' lead to 5 to nothing. Um, and uh, Chris Flexen pitches a very good ball game. Uh, he uh, pitches uh, into the fifth inning, uh, still scoreless, um, and uh, bases loaded in the fifth inning. Nobody out for the Nationals. Um, and then uh, um, Luis Garcia hits a sacrifice fly to put a run on the board for the Nationals. That made the score 5-1. to one. But Chris Flexen pitches very well. He pitches six innings, only gives up one run. Uh, he ends up uh, throwing 85 pitches in those six innings of work. Uh, he probably could have pitched one more inning, uh, but the Nationals were starting to square him up a little bit in the fifth and sixth innings. So... Mariners decide to go to their bullpen, and uh, their bullpen uh, continues to be lights out. Andres Munoz uh, was really good, um, and uh, um, Mariners' bullpen just continuing to get the job done. Uh, but then in the ninth inning, Penn Murphy trying to record the final three outs of the ball game. Um, Nationals make things really interesting. Uh, coming down to their final out, they have two runners on Juan Soto at the plate for the Nationals and he hits a long three-run home run off of Penn Murphy that cuts the Mariners lead to six to four Paul Seawalt takes over and records the final out um he gets Nelson Cruz to fly out to center field and the Mariners hang on and win that ball game final score of six to four Mariners win their ninth game in a row um and uh good uh win for Chris Flexen he wins his fourth outing in a row and improves his record to six and eight, uh, on the season. Um, so, uh, in game two of this series, another, uh, really good pitching matchup. This was a, uh, well-pitched defensive style type of game, uh, typical Mariner game, um, for the most part. And, uh, Eric Swanson gets to start for the Mariners. Mariners go with a bullpen day in game two of the series. And uh, Eric Swanson was the opener. He goes up against Eric Fetty. Um, and uh, this was a scoreless ball game for a while. Eric Swanson pitched two scoreless innings. And then Tommy Malone took over and really pitched well coming out of the bullpen for the Mariners. Uh, this game was scoreless until the top of the sixth inning. And then Jesse Winker breaks up that scoreless tie with the solo home run out to right center field again. Uh, this time, this was his eighth home run of the season to give the Mariners a one to nothing lead. Then Adam Frazier adds onto that Mariners lead with a sacrifice fly. Really good to see Adam Frazier uh, start to really get things going. Um, he ends up with uh, two hits in game one and two hits 
in game two of this series. So hopefully he is uh, really starting to uh, turn some things around um, and uh, pick up some more big hits and improve that batting average. Uh, but the Mariners with a two to nothing lead at this point in the ball game. Um, and uh, Mariners bullpen continues uh, to do a great job, uh, but things get interesting uh, late in the ball game in the seventh inning. Uh, Matt Brash, after um, coming up with a big double play to get out of the sixth inning um, and uh, coming up with uh, two quick outs in the seventh inning, including a strikeout of Nelson Cruz. Uh, but then Matt Brash gets into a little bit of trouble. Um, he ends up um, giving up a base hit and then a couple of walks. Um, and he comes out of the game with the bases loaded. Diego Castillo takes over and comes up with a big strikeout uh, to get out of the seventh inning, um, and then Diego Castillo pitches a scoreless eighth inning as well. Uh, but then uh, in the ninth inning, Paul Seawalt takes over, uh, comes out to try and record another save, um, and he ends up giving up a long home run out to right field, um, a long home run uh, again to Juan Soto, um, and uh, that makes the score 2-1, to one. but then Paul Seawalt settles down, uh, records three big outs, and um, records a strikeout uh, to get the final out of the ball game. And the Mariners go on to win this game. Final score of 2-1. to one. Mariners pick up their 10th win in a row. They have now won 18 of their last 21 ball games. And the Mariners have now won their 7th consecutive series. So Mariners really playing some good baseball right now. They are now 5 games above the 500 mark with a 47 and 42 record, and the Mariners currently have now taken over control of that third wild card spot. And uh, Mariners really playing some good baseball right now as they get ready to end uh, the first half of the season um, and uh, get ready to uh, go into the All Star break. But first, they have four games against the Texas Rangers, and the Mariners have to find a way to cool off the red hot bat of Corey Seager. Last time I checked, Corey Seager. Um, has hit uh, home runs in five consecutive ball games. So Corey Seager really swinging a hot bat right now. So the Mariners are going to try to have to find a way to cool him off. Um, and uh, hopefully the Mariners can play well in this series against the Rangers and um, end the first half on a very positive note. So um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but like I said, Mariners really playing some good baseball right now. Um, and uh, keep an eye on the Baltimore Orioles. They're playing some really good baseball as well. They have now won 10, in, uh, 10 games in a row. And uh, now they are above the 500 mark as well. Um, and now every team in the AL East is above 500. So that is a very interesting division, obviously, with the Yankees running away with that division right now. Um, you know. Uh, the Rays and the Red Sox uh, are currently in wild card positions as well. Um, you know, the Blue Jays, uh, still a good team, uh, but they are struggling right now. They have just recently fired their manager, Charlie Montoyo, um, and uh, their bench coach, John Schneider, will take over as interim manager. So we'll see um, if the Blue Jays um, could uh, try and uh, turn some things around. Um, but they are right behind the Mariners in this wild card race. And again, so are the Baltimore Orioles. So, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting 
second half of the season. Lots of teams in the wild card mix. Uh, don't sleep on the Cleveland Indians and the Chicago White Sox. They're in this mix as well. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but the Mariners really have to play well against the Rangers. And, uh, you know, hopefully they could continue their winning ways um, and uh, continue to play some good baseball. So uh, that's my thoughts on everything Mariners baseball. Now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go. Uh, from the book of Isaiah, this is a verse uh, for anyone who may be struggling with fear today. Um, this is an incredible reminder uh, from the book of Isaiah, and it says, um, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you, and I will lift you up with my victorious right hand. This is an incredible reminder that God is always with us. No matter what curveballs life throws our way, God is always with us. God is fighting our battles for us, and God is always on our side. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. See you next time. Go Mariners.